When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I'm close to the edge. I'm the so many times, 
not to lose my head. <laughs> I said a hip hop, hit it, I give it to the hip hip hop, and you don't stop the rocket to the bang bang boogie, say up jump the boogie, the rhythm to the boogie, the beat, so rock it out, a baby bubba, a baby bubba to the boogie, the bang bang, the boogie to the beat, beat so unique. Come on, everybody, you dance to the beat. No, sleep till Brooklyn. Folks, this is Monday, and this is So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. How is everybody doing? Isn't that... I wanted to start... You know, there is nothing in life uh, that's better than a, a good old mashup. Like, there, there just isn't. There. I mean, if I want to get myself happy, I it's like... Ma- it's mashup. Like, a mashup will get me there. I just listened to that three times, back to back. And uh, even though it's like 11.55 at night, I'm, I feel like I'm flying. I feel like I'm flying, man. When you mix Talking Heads with Rick Astley, with uh, I, I know Justin Timberlake gets a gets a gets a hard rap a lot of the times, and and kind of deserved. But you throw that backbeat in there, it's so ah, just good. And that's what we got to start the week. We got to start the week on a high note, so then by the end of the week we can go to the lowest of no. <laughs> The lowest of notes. So, folks, we are at the beginning of the week. What are we going to do with this week? Let's let's make this week ours. Let's stick together. Let's be. We're going to do this. We're going to do this because by the. I love if you compare me on Monday till Friday. By Friday, I think I ended the show on Friday of like, I'm uh, I'm not good, <laughs> and then I take the two days. And I work, you know, during the two days, but I mean, not to the intensity that I work during the week on this thing. And uh, and I'm back to do it all over again. And I guess I'm like, I'll see you on Friday, you guys. Let's see how I let's see how this all turns out this week. Uh, I hope you guys had a great week. I know it was so cool, actually, on the Patreon. 
uh, Maritza Lopez, who does all the beautiful graphics. And we, oh my God, the YouTube page. We added a couple, another couple videos. I think a Beverly Hills is up there now. Uh, recap, if you want to see me make all the funny faces, go subscribe. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey on YouTube and, and just have those videos play. We're trying, I guess we have to hit like 4,000 hours to monetize, which I don't even know what monetize means on YouTube. But hey, man, I'm a I'm a YouTuber now. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe this is the thing that'll finally get me in shape. Just looking at my big old square block head. It'll be like, you know what? I need to get somebody to help me work my head out. I didn't mean a therapist. I mean a therapist too, but I meant just the physical shape of my big block head. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was cool. Meditza on the Patreon uh, asked everybody what they were doing this weekend. I think she did that on Friday and it was so cool. Everybody responded what they were doing. And I, I was kind of like, you know, I, there's like at least like some, like a couple hours each day that I'm kind of down. And I checked the post last night and it was so, it like cheered me up so much to like see, like hear what everybody was doing. Somebody was going to the concert of the, the war on drugs, which is a band I love. Uh, fun name too. Uh, it was like people were sleeping, uh, catching up on their shows, going to the movies. It was just, it was really nice. Um, uh, I'm trying to, uh, Chris Barnes, uh, went to see churches and then he went to see Harry Potter with a live orchestra. Then he also watched the boys, which I talked about last week on Amazon and Top Gun Maverick. That sounds like a good weekend. Uh, Two of my, uh, a couple uh, together, Justin, and I always say her name wrong, X-O-C-H-I-T-L. They're going to, they went to Puerto Rico. Uh, Danica had an ice cream date. Oh, God, now I need to know how that went. Uh, Jennifer was volunteering at a gala in Santa Monica, and her husband said, maybe we'll see John Cusack, which I thought was funny because she said he felt he was an attainably star, to, an attainable star to see. Uh, Andrea Robbins is taking her daughter on a Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts trip to the Rocking Horse Ranch in upstate New York. This I love, I love reading that stuff. It makes me so happy to hear what other people are doing. I was... Um, so I have my dog. My, Brooklyn is right next to me. Brooklyn, say hi. Okay. Just a middle finger from my dog. And so I've had that, but I also had to watch my, I'm watching my friend's cats and it was kind of all hit at once. And so I'm kind of juggling animals, not literally, that would be weird. But, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going over and looking at watching, feeding the cats and then coming over to take care of Brooklyn. My ex gets Brooklyn back tomorrow. And then I think I have to live at my buddy's place for the rest of the week because, uh, they love their cats and they want somebody with them all the time. But the one cat, you guys stays in another room and you know you always get instructions when you uh you know babysit or house sit or whatever you know these instructions for the one cat god 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 bless her but it was just like leave that cat in the room you make sure you hear that door click like it was like i was like what happens if the cat gets out it's like may and it wasn't like we don't want, it was like, they didn't want the cat out for my safety, like the cat. And then I went into the room multiple times this weekend and the cat's always hiding. And then I finally found the cat and I like this cat looked through me. You guys, I have a picture of the cat and it looked through me and I just, I saw my life flash before my eyes. The other cat's amazing. Wants like pets and like comes and like pet me more real easy going. This other cat though, it's like, and then I say, Hey, do, should I try to play with the cat? And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, so this cat just is left in the room 
And then she's like, maybe if you want, there's a TV in there, you could watch a show with the cat. And then I'm like, that's going to be the most intense out. Like, what if I go watch a Real Housewives in there? I'm just thinking I'm, the cat's going to attack me the whole time. <sighs> Anyways, I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm available for cat sitting, dog sitting, whatever. Um, so that, I mean, then, then the weekend was just, it was just kind of, I had a, I had a film and audition today, which was uh, fun, but unexpected. I mean, just a lot of little shit. And it's today's gay pride in Los Angeles. And I'm, I think, I don't know, is gay pride the same, uh, same date everywhere? We actually had a, I did a Patreon today with Medita and we were talking about this and I didn't get to go to any pride festivities, but I am with uh, the LGBTQ plus, I I salute them. I wish I was. I wish I could have just partied my Sunday away. But you know, next, yeah, next next year I will pride it up. But I did watch that movie Fire Island on Hulu, which was like the all kind of all gay rom com that I kept hearing everybody talk about. So I checked it out because I was like, I want to support. I love rom coms, and I was I you know it was it was it was fine. It was like any. It was like a straight rom com. It just gay dudes. I just actually want to know from. If I I do have like a little bit of a gay audience, did you guys watch it and did you like it? Was it a fair representation? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Like, I was like, yeah, this could be like, you know, it's like a bunch of gay dudes at Fire Island. I don't really know what that's like. So I was like, is this accurate? I don't know. So reach out to me, guys, if that uh, if that movie spoke to you. I mean, it was fine. It was good. I was glad I was glad it got made. That's the cool thing. I think, and I think reality shows help this in a little bit of just, we're able to tell so many stories now in regards to all different walks of life, all different sexualities, all different ethnicities, all the, and I love it. It's like, bring it on because not only do you get to experience something new, like we saw with Real Housewives of Dubai this past week, which remember, you got to set your DVRs, watch the second episode, support, um, but it's great because I didn't know anything about Dubai. I didn't know, like, I, I kind of like learning about I'm I'm one of those crazy dudes that I like learning about new things. Actually, from the comfort of my, I don't like to go out. And I like to learn new things, sitting my fat ass down. Like I, that's where I. That's primarily where I want to learn things. Uh, we had a crazy weekend in terms of pop culture. I mean, no, not really. It's just kind of the same. But we, we have a bunch of new stories to get before Sophie. This is kind of like where I just monologue and riff and and uh, I just realized once I. Once I finish this, I got to start my week pretty much. So I kind of on Mondays, you'll hear me kind of just tentatively, you know, like I think I always go even longer than I do. And just because I think I'm just scared to start the week. And so when I'm behind the mic talking to you guys, I'm like, okay, I'm safe. I'm safe. Dude, last week I was doing like two and a half hour episodes those last two ones, but there was so much to talk about. I don't, I don't know how to do short. I, I don't know. I was talking about that with Medita today too. It's like, I don't, and, and this is a, this has been a problem for two years and I, I just hope you guys are cool with it. Or I know some of you guys are, but I, I feel like it could be, you know, alienating a lot of people, but who knows? I guess that's not my concern. And I just want to hopefully make you guys silly laugh. Like, uh, oh my God, I, I was thinking more about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because that's, you know, what I do now. And I was just, do you ever do that where you'll, you'll totally ignore your own life, but you will get very upset about a scene you saw in Beverly Hills. Now I did a TikTok about that this weekend where it just, that scene keeps popping up where Erica Jane is in her little 
pool shack or whatever that little banana stand, whatever she's living in now. And she is saying like, I didn't go to Sun's. I don't want to. I'm not going to even go to Sun's. I don't, I'm not. You know, I was invited, but now. And she's wearing like a full head of fucking makeup. Like I mean, just makeup and hair. The hair was done. Extensions were in. And Mikey and this assistant are just sitting there at this like the the kitchen table like the kitchen table and just just typing away just ta- 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 ta. like what the hell were i i would have paid erica directly like a venmo because i'm sure she needs like walking around money i would have paid 20 dollars if i could have seen what was on mikey and her assistant screen at that moment like what could they possibly be working on what could they be and erica comes out full glam and i love the people i was like all these, the TikTok's really funny because you have the people that are like, oh, that's funny. And they kind of get that I'm, I'm making a joke. And then there's some people that are like, well, um, you know, makeup actually isn't hard. It is sometimes hard to get into clothes because I was like, she didn't put on the clothes. Like, that not that the hard part? People were like, no. And then there's some people are like Erica Stans of like, you're so bitter. You're just a bitter old man. And I'm like, yes, but also Erica Jane is horrible. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I get no. Yes, yes to all of that. Like, I'm not going to argue with you about if I like, you know, like, no, yeah, yeah, this isn't about me. I'm horrible. But this is about what I saw on this show. And they're always like no name accounts with like user three, six, seven, five, two, three, which always I'm like, what a beautiful, what a beautiful username. <laughs> and there's never like a picture. And then uh, and there's one, you guys, that I love that keeps um I've noticed now a couple of times it's like it's like user two six seven three five nine peace be with you <laughs> and they're all and they're the they're the ones that are like this isn't really working out for you this uh this social media thing <laughs> and I've noticed now it's the same person that'll just kind of say negative comments on over and I'm kind of starting to really enjoy like I'm starting to like kind of dig it you know and then one was like because I made the point of like hey. Um, cause you're like, oh, this is so sad. A grown man making fun of Erica Jane. And I was like, yeah, no, I agree. But do you also think it's sad that Erica Jane made fun of orphans and widows in this past week's episode? I said, that could also be as sad. And then she was like, if you, if you really are so concerned about the orphans and widows, why don't you donate to them? And the funny thing was, and it was like, this is one of the only times I was like, you know what? I was like, you're gonna hate this. I did actually. I, me and my roommate spent a lot of money uh, donating to the orphans and widows. And yeah, we got like oil paintings and Tom Girardi's law trophies. But that money supposedly went to the victims. So I was able to. And I was like, do you want to see receipts? Because then I was like really excited because I was like, wait a sec, I actually did help. <laughs> yes, this is. I mean, at the end of the day, like I always say on this show, I'm the saddest one out of everybody that I talk about, right? That's so that's out of the way. Like, don't even like I don't really every time I have an ego, I try to push it away. Like I at this point, like you could throw a brick in my head. I don't even know if I'd feel it, you know. Um, So, yeah, go follow me on TikTok. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, this is. Okay, I told you YouTube. Yes, we did that. YouTube, Patreon. Oh, this is the other thing. Uh, this week, every day, I am going to be reading. This is another thing. You get a shout out on the Patreon, um, and we are doing. So there's like, 
I got a lot of Patreon subscribers, but I don't think even a lot of them even checked this out. But we did a post where it's like, get a shout out on the show to, as my way of saying thank you. We're a family. The baddies on Patreon, we're a family. So um, I said this week I'm going to be reading 15 names uh, each episode. And it's great because they got to pick what I call them. Like, so they get to be like, I'm like Ryan, um, you know, Ryan, see now I'm like Ryan, big dong Bailey. Like that would be mine. And they get to say whatever. So I'm going to read these. This is the first time I've read some of these names. So bear with me. We'll just do 15 today and then we'll do uh, until Friday. And if you're a Patreon member, you guys make sure you add your name to this post so I can make sure I read it by Friday. Oh, by the way, Maditza, Maditza wrote, uh, she, for my example, she actually said Ryan Thick Thighs Bailey. So no, Maditza, it's Ryan Big Dong Bailey, I'll have you know. So here we go, and this is, uh, Shay Haley starts us off with, hey, can I be Shay Tom Girardi's pretend amnesia Haley? Sure you can, Shay, and damn, that was that was a real big first one. Uh, second one is Kate, it's not about the pasta Joyce. Hello, Kate. Next one is Caitlin Rotten Hale, Jax Taylor, Hal. Great name, Caitlin. Uh, Chastity Davis says, I am not clever enough to come up with something funny. You can call me Chaz or the Chasmanian Devil. Chasmanian Devil's clever as hell. What are you talking about? Allison Smith is Allison or what? Or what? Allison or what, Smith? Um, Samantha. Oh, Samantha Jones is Samantha. I'm John Jansen. Jones, <laughs> John Jansen, Shannon Bedore's lover from real. Yeah, I call them the their lovers. Uh, so I'm John Jansen. So Samantha, I'm John Jansen Jones. Um, Samantha has a free idea for people. She wrote in the comments. Susie, look at look at my life. Smith, uh, Lisa and the OC took that one. So Lisa, you are Lisa. Look at my life. Uh, B. Lauren says, B, the dizziest bitch sitting at the table, Lauren. That's a solid name. Uh, we got Jessica, not the Kentucky Derby. Nice. Uh, we got Laura Beth, Ryan's favorite Patreon member, Harper. Whoa, favoritism. Uh, Meg, I've never been with multiple partners in my life. Smigaleski? Which, by the way, Meg, this is this is Vicky Gumbelson's, right? This was like, Meg, I've never been with multiple partners in my life. Great one. And uh, we'll end this uh, this one with Teresa Asayase Jenkins, which is the Sutton Asayase. So you guys, I'll be reading more of these all week. So thank you to all of the Patreon members. It really does. Uh, you guys have helped me survive this last, um, you know, two years, I guess. Oh, that was Brooklyn. She just made a lot of noise. Brooklyn, I'm reading Patreon names. Um, you guys, did you watch the MTV, uh, movie and TV awards tonight? Now I watched it, you know, because they, they, it was like a kind of a, an award show for reality stars. Like it was like, okay, we saw the cast. We saw like Tom and Ariana. They were up for best couple. We saw DJ James Kennedy. Uh, the whole cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was there. Kathy Hilton even. And, uh, you had summer, some summer house, you had Carl and Lindsay and Paige DeSorbo and Craig, which we'll get to a story about them in a second. And, um, we had the cast of selling sunset, except for Christine Quinn. Uh, it was wild. I do the, do the selling sunset. You guys, I don't know if you guys, Brooke, just lay down, go, go to sleep. Yeah. You good girl. Um, the selling sunset was wild because Chriselle is now dating, 
um, uh, uh, an Australian, a New Zealand or Australian singer rapper named G Flip, who is non-binary, and they were together. And Jason Oppenheim is her ex-boyfriend, the tiny little bald guy. And so there were a lot of. I put one in my Instagram. There was like cutaway shots of like Chriselle in between Jason and G flip. And you could tell Jason was like, what, what the hell's going on here? And Chriselle won for best reality star, which is, I mean, the awards were kind of hysterical all the way around. Like I, you know, who's, who's true. It was the Kardashians weren't even a part of it. Like, how do you do a reality show thing? And not even, they're not even nominated. Like the fix was in folks and no Bravo stars won. I mean, best couple went to 90 day fiance, that 90, so what I'm saying basically too is that I don't know, at least feel like they're fixed, but if they're not, we got to organize. Like, we cannot be schooled by the 90 Day Fiance fan base. Even though I love 90 Day Fiance, I will not be schooled. Bravo was here first. You can sit down and worry about your passport situation, 90 Day Fiance, because we are Bravo and we are here. And I feel like they nominated uh, two Bravo couples in that category and then they split the Bravo vote. Bullshit bullshit <laughs> so uh but yeah g flip chriselle and then chriselle accepted the award for best reality star and she goes i'm just this is amazing oh my god and then she was like and you guys you guys voted for me and it was after after i came out and and said i'm dating g flip now so like she alluded to that she thought that once she announced she was that she was going to be hated which is just such a interesting thing that i by the way a lot of people uh, and especially that's what kind of pride is about is having pride in these things but i don't know for some reason listening to chriselle say her story i it was i just felt like i had left my body at a certain it just felt so interesting and i kept just looking at the cutaway shots to jason and g flip g flip just seems kind of like yo what's up i'm g flip and i need more i need to know more about Chriselle and G Flip. I need to know details. Now I'm fully in and I need to know how G Flip is going to be installed into the Selling Sunset multiverse. You know, like I need, don't, isn't everybody now? I'm like, I need, I need to see Chriselle Mac Daddying on G Flip. I want to see, you know, I want to see high eroticism, like that thing. I didn't, you know, I got to tell you, I, I, Talked a lot about selling said I did not buy the Chriselle Jason romance. That guy, that it just didn't seem like it, it, there was any passion at all. So much so that G Flip comes by, totally turns Chriselle. Chriselle never experienced with a, like, okay, uh, anyway, I'll figure it out. But um, so that was exciting. Um, the other thing that pissed me off though is that they had this hour long award show and then. They had the other award show, which was the MTV Movie and TV Awards. This was the Unscripted Awards. And I'm like, why did you treat Unscripted? Like, MTV, first off, thank you for doing this. Like, it's a baby step. But the fact that you do this and then you do a whole other show, like, like, like reality shows are a redheaded stepchild. We're here. We're staying. We're proud. This is, I mean, th this is my platform. This is what I'm going to hit the streets about because I need, I, they could have combined it. They made all these reality stars do a whole separate award show because they didn't want them mixing in with Jennifer Lopez, the cast of Euphoria. Come on. I will, listen, this is all about not being ashamed of what we love, right? 
do not do not you know just put us aside into its own award show. No, we we deserve to be with everybody. We deserve to be with the big boys. And also, I'm sorry. Like I know everybody loves J Lo and all that. That marry me. I'll say it. It sucks shit. I'm telling you. Even episodes of Real Housewives of Orange County was better than that horrible piece of dog shit movie, Marry Me. Like, no offense to Owen and Jennifer and J-Lo. I know Sarah Silverman was in it. No offense to any of those people. Dog shit movie. Dog, like, horse shit. And it doesn't work. I was at that Dua Lipa concert a couple months ago. I held up a sign that said, Marry Me, like Owen Wilson did in that movie. And in that movie, J-Lo did marry Owen Wilson. I fucking hold that sign up. I get escorted out by security at a certain point. And they're like, oh, you need to put on pants. And I was like, dude, have you fucking seen Marry Me? Um... I'm just saying we deserve to be treated equal rights. We need, I mean, come on, but it was funny, but it was only like an hour long show. And Tasha Adams from the bachelor, uh, she hosted and, uh, I don't know, you know, it's hard. Like with those bachelor contestants, I don't know if you guys are bachelor nation or not, but it's sometimes hard because rarely any of them have an actual personality. Like there's a couple like Caitlin Bristow and Tasha who are good at public speaking and kind of like, yeah, I'll take any piece of a uh, copy on the screen and I'll just, I'll make it kind of, you know? Yeah. But there's like no true sense of like, you know, like when you, there's no true sense of humor, nothing. They're not going to come with, up with some off the cuff line that you're like, oh, that's actually pretty funny. And I find that interesting about Bachelor Nation. And that's why knobs like Nick Vile actually stand out because I don't think Nick Vile is any like more talented than like half the people I know, but he actually has a little bit more personality and has an opinion way more than the rest of those Bachelor dorks. You know what I'm, you know, like all those guys are just like usually just crushing protein shakes, which I always try to imagine like. You know, if you're in the bachelor house, do the guys like, is there just protein powder just everywhere? It looks like it's just a bunch of Coke everywhere, but it's protein powder. Like, does every, like who blend, like, is there one guy in charge of blending everybody's protein shakes at the bachelor mansion? Like, these are the things that I wonder about. But Nick Vile also, the other thing I was noticing, he presented an award. He kind of has like, like, like his mouth, like sometimes his tongue's too heavy and he just, he's barely getting the words out. He's, you know, like, he's just, it's like his tongue weighs too much sometimes and he's barely a natural. You guys, it's just something little. I, like, I don't think anybody else would notice it, but I notice he's like, sometimes he just doesn't fully say the words. <laughs> uh, Bethany Frankel won um, icon reality show of the, what I, I don't, it was neither here nor there. And if we're going to talk Turkey, you should have had Nini up there. You should have had uh, Lisa Vanderpump up there. Would have loved a Lisa Vanderpump moment. Bethany, you know, I think it's just another, it's like going to feed that damn woman's ego. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, you know, you didn't invent reality. You were just on a reality show. And the B-list with Bethany on HBO Max, that was a real stinker. I watched every episode, did not like it. Uh, but it was during the pandemic, so we kind of just accepted anything, you know? The other thing, the D'Amelios, uh, those TikTok family, they won some award. And this was when I noticed, like, the awards must have been, like, pre... Like, they must have known going in because Paris Hilton won an award and the D'Amelios did, and their speeches were in the teleprompter. You could see both of them reading. Like, Paris is never good at, like, off-the-cuff stuff. But, Paris, you know, I think it was like, Paris... If we can get you to come, we'll give you an award. It's like, that's hot. And Kathy was there, and Kathy got to announce that Paris won an award. Just what? 
Did you? I don't know if you heard that. My dog just let out a big snore. It is darling. So that was that. I, I, you know, I watched it so you don't have to. Real Housewives of Atlanta was on tonight as well. Um, it, a couple things. Sheree is with this dude, you guys, who's like out of prison, is on parole, and he keeps using parole as an excuse. And I really just feel like Sheree deserves more. Like I like her. I, she, you know, she, I have really fond feelings of growing up watching She by Sheree, and like I just I love her so much and. She's with, she's always, just seems like she always picks these wrong dudes. This dude's out on parole. He's like making excuses, turning off his phone. I don't like it. Also, Drew Sedora tonight kind of hinted that when she was in high school, she dated LeBron James for a minute and he played her music before games and his earphones, which I was like, I didn't even know Drew had music. And I, I, it was like, hasn't, hasn't LeBron always been with like a, Hasn't she been in a long-term relation? I don't know. It was just kind of weird, and everybody was like, what? And I didn't, like, is Drew just, like, a liar? Like, is Drew, like, we've watched her, like, her food weight loss program, and that seemed kind of janky, but now I'm like, wait, what's going on with Drew? Like, is this, and then Marlo, Marlo said that she used to date Gene Simmons, the guy with the big tongue from Kiss, but also didn't Marlo date the head of the Ted Turner, the guy who created CNN, too? I don't know, but Atlanta, always good. Love it. So we got that. We got Below Deck Sailing Yacht airing tonight. So make sure you remember to watch that. We got Dubai this week. Remember, Jersey is done. Uh, we got Beverly Hills. We got Kardashians this week. So much. I won't, I'm not going to even say good TV. Just so much TV <laughs> that is out there. I'm really excited for this second episode of Dubai. And also remember on Peacock, you've got Real Housewives. Uh, sorry, you got Below Deck Down Under. And that has Aisha as the chief stew. They just made some big firings in this past week's episode, but worth your time. And also, you've got to watch, and we talk about this in Sophie, with Sophie today, Jeff Lewis's new show premieres, I believe, on Wednesday. But it's on this service called Freebie, which used to be IMDb. So you got to get an app. But I watched the first episode of this and I talked about it last week, but I just really, I like Jeff Lewis a lot and I really like this show and I think it's worth, I think it's worth checking out. It's called Hollywood House Lift with Jeff Lewis. So the first three episodes come out on uh, June 6th, I believe. Wait, is that tomorrow? No, that's it. I think it comes out today. Oh, so watch it. Check it out. I mean, you got to find out, you got to get the app and then watch it, but it was really good. It was like flipping out. It's just called that. So check that out as well. Uh, a lot of you guys said you saw Top Gun and you liked it. I was didn't get into this with Sophie, but it's like Top Gun was so good and it just made me love movies. Like, it reminded me of like my love of the movies of like kind of those big budget blockbusters, you know, like those independent films are where my heart is. But like those, you know, it was just nice not to see a superhero movie. And it almost made me want to forget that Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. Like it almost like I was thinking about this this weekend. Like this is like these are the big thoughts in my head. I was thinking, isn't it wild that Tom Cruise has not had any contact with Surrey Cruise since the Katie Holmes divorce? Like, isn't that wild that Katie Holmes will never really know because there's like NDAs at the wazoo. But Katie Holmes got out of there with Surrey and it was over like it was done. Like there was some sort of agreement that we're just to assume. Um, but isn't that weird? Like Tom Cruise, he has three kids. He has the two kids that he adopted with Nicole Kidman. And Nicole Kidman has not seen them, I believe. Um, I could be wrong on that. But those two kids are part of Scientology. But Surrey 
is with Katie Holmes and has been raised away from Scientology. But it's like he's so damn charming. He's so damn charming, right? <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking. I was like, can I? For, I mean, do I have to? Like, well, I, you know, like my job isn't like to. I, I was like, I just, I just want to enjoy this movie. So that um, also bad news uh, or good news if you're a lady or a girl. I mean, you know, uh, Michael Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, the actor, not the amazing basketball player, and Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter. You know, Steve Harvey's going to be livid right now. They broke up, you guys. And it is always, you've, I've always said that it is so sad when hot people break up with each other. When two great looking people can't make, make it work, you like, what, a, what, hey, what a hope do the rest of us have? Like two insanely hot people can't make it work. And Lori Harvey is just like us. She deleted all pictures of him, of him from her Instagram. Don't you love when stars, do like things that we do. You're like, wow, deleted the whole, deleted all of it. Like that's, you know, that's a question I should ask you guys. I don't really even think about it. Like I left all my pictures of my ex up there. Cause it was like, what am I going to pretend it didn't happen? Like, what do you, you know, like, I know that's like, is that a weird way to look at it? It's like, what am I going to like? I almost like, I was like, I don't, you don't want to in, add insult to injury and then delete them from every moment. I, I don't know. Maybe that's weird. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it much. I should think about it. Um, so yeah, they they split, and then Shakira, Shakira, you guys, the amazing hip. Shakira's hips don't lie. We all know that. She split um, because her dude, who is a sports player, was having an affair with a twenty-year-old cocktail waitress. So you got you got the Shakira, amazing global superstar singer, all of the thing, and then this dude thinks, eh, I want to get my dick wet with a 20-year-old cock. You know, like, who the... F- like, there's no hope for any of us, you guys. Like, what is going on out there? So, Shakira, if you're listening, my number's 310. Not, no. Um, so that's what... And then Bella Thorne and her fiancé split. But I do not give a rip about Bella Thorne. This was a note written for me. And I, I just don't... You can't make me compare. You can't make me care about Bella Thorne. Like, I don't... Bella Thorne just feels like she's, like, selling NFTs somewhere. Bella Thorne has acting talent actually but she let it, it i just lump her in with the tana mongaus and all those kind of mon how do you say tana like just kind of like the jake pauls and logans and all that stuff i just don't think it's my cup of tea even though i am a youtuber now you guys um <laughs> oh aaron piper from elite and dua lipa out at a club he's also seen fk twig who is this aaron piper i don't even know who aaron piper is what is elite Marissa, when you write these notes, you gotta let me know who these people are or link me because I Aaron Piper. Welcome to Whoa, wait, what is uh, going on? Okay, you guys, I I I went to the internet. I don't know if you've heard of it. Real good resource, and Aaron, this guy, this guy Aaron Piper or Aaron Piper is elite. It's a Netflix show, and the FKA Twigs kiss, you guys, is from a music video for the upcoming FKA Twigs song. FKA Twigs is a singer that I mentioned last week that used to date Shia LaBeouf and uh, shared her story of abuse uh, by the hands of Shia LaBeouf. So really intense. But also, I guess he was seen with Dua Lipa. Why is every guy better than me? Why? What is going on out there? Um, did you guys see this Liam Payne or hear this Liam Payne podcast interview? He was on um, one of the Paul brothers, uh, Logan Paul's podcast, and... 
he came off like a real asshole and talked shit about Zane and like said he was like said the group was built around him. And listen, I don't know a lot about One Direction, but I know Liam Payne was not the star of it. And then Lizzo, even Lizzo tweeted and because Lizzo loves Harry and was like, what are you are you on? What are you what are you talking about? Which I love that. I uh, <laughs> When is the Lizzo? I think the Lizzo album comes out really soon. Um, okay, a couple more things. There is a mansion showdown in Miami. Now, Real Housewives of Miami star Lisa Hochstein's ex, Lenny. Lenny, which is, you know, if you're, and no offense to all my Lenny listeners, but if your name's Lenny, you've already got something working. You, you know, it's like, could you maybe call yourself Lynn? Like Lenny. Lenny. It reminds me, of, there was a show, Laverne and Shirley, and I think... Weren't the two doofuses named Lenny and Squiggy, or Squiggy and Lenny? Lenny is just like a—it's just like a weird. It's like somebody that—it's like a backseat rider. It's like someone just hey, I'm Lenny. Lenny. Anyways, this guy is like you know the does the boobs to the stars, uh, has a court order to get her out of the fifty-two million dollar Miami Beach mansion, but she refuses to leave. In legal documents exclusively revealed by the son, Lenny, 55, claimed that in their prenuptial agreement, Lisa, 39, agreed she would vacate the home if one of them filed for divorce, which he has done. Lenny alleged that their prenup agreement said that the wife will vacate the marital home, then occupied by the parties within 30 days of such filing. In Friday's filing, Lenny claimed the wife has indicated she currently does not intend to vacate the marital home. Uh, meanwhile, the Real Housewives star estranged husband claimed that while the prenup did not say he would need to provide Lisa with the residence, he however said husband has offered to purchase a $3.5 million residence where the wife may reside. By the way, three, hey, compared to a 52, $3.5 million, come on, man, that's like Chloe's food closet in Kardashians. Like, that, that ain't shit. Are you talking like 3.5? Like if you're going from a 52 to a three, you need to go to 52 to a 20 at least. 3.5? Like, come on, man. She can't. What is that, like a little little bathroom and that's it? That's like a studio apartment in Miami. Um, he also alleged he has offered to pay all of the Bravo stars moving costs and added he has offered to take all steps necessary to comfortably transition the wife to luxurious accommodations that are comfortable for her and her children. Now, that's what sucks. They have two kids. So Lenny, why does and why would Lenny want to stay in that house? He has a new girlfriend already. And I would just think, like I talked about this with Manitza on the, the Patreon today. Because first off, I said it's horrible of me, but I'm really happy that they're filming and that we, you know, unfortunately, these shows really take off when somebody is having the worst moment of their life, which it seems like Lisa potentially is. Um, So these shows really kind of capitalize on that. So it'll be interesting to see the second season of the reboot of Miami. But what do you guys think? I think I think I mean, I I thought like, well, if that was in the prenup, she needs to leave. But then Maritza reminded me about the two kids and maybe they're used to saying in the 52 million, maybe they don't want to be like in mommy's shithole 3.5 million dollar mansion. I always love when I get like kind of snooty with money, seeing that I don't have any. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I wouldn't do it. I would just flat, hey, I would just flat out not do it. I would lock myself to that 52 million dollar mansion, period. Um, uh, also, this is great. I, ta- did you guys see this? They're doing a new live-action Pinocchio, Robert Zemeckis, the guy who did, like, Cast Away, Back to the Future, like, a lot of really amazing movies. Forrest Gump he did, and Tom Hanks plays Geppetto, and I don't know if you guys are like, when Tom Hanks, like, Tom Hanks is in that kind of point of his career where it seems like he's just having fun, 
He's like, yeah, I'll just do things that are fun. Like, you know, try to do bigger movies so I can get a paycheck. He's playing the colonel in the new Elvis movie, the Baz, Baz Luhrmann that comes out in a couple of weeks. And he has what looks like nutty professor clump, like prosthetics to make him a big dude. Cause the colonel Elvis's manager was like a huge guy. And I, they never do it. Like I always see though. And it always takes me out immediately. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, that's, ah, that's Tom Hanks in like really horrible fat makeup. You know, like it's that, um, so I, 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 Tom Hanks, I saw him as Geppetto and it's like, you know, when I talk about Bradley Cooper, that the man can grow a beard and he just transforms. I'm like, wow, look at that. He's a real country singer. But with Tom Hanks, whenever he puts on, like he was able to do with Forrest Gump and cast away when he loses weight, you know, I was like, oh, wow. But when Tom Hanks like puts on a wig or something, it's weird. It's like, he's so much a part of my family in my head that I get, I'm like, why is he in a weird white-haired, curly-haired wig, like, and he's playing Geppetto, which is Pinocchio's, um, and by the way, just so you, yeah, Brooklyn's just snoring her ass off right next to me, so hope that's not interrupting your, but you know what I'm saying, like, watch the preview and tell, like, I couldn't, like, I know it's technically going to be amazing, it probably will be amazing, but it just, it was like, do you guys remember that movie Hook, and I know a lot of you guys probably loved it, but I remember seeing Hook first night out, and I just saw, you know, you had Dustin Hoffman and then you had Robin Williams, rest in peace, as Peter Pan. Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. And I just, I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm just like, eh. Like, I really like movies that are, like, set right now with just normal hair. Do you guys, like, I still have never watched Downton Abbey. Which, by the way, The Queen's Jubilee was this this weekend. I don't know if any of you guys are big Queen fans. The Queen fans. I just, people have tried to explain royal stuff to me and why they're fixated on it. And I've tried to get into it so many times. It's like that show Married to Medicine. I've tried, I've tried to get into it and I just can't seem to to get in there and, and really start watching it, even though everybody tells me it's amazing. But sometimes I'm like that with, with the royals. I, I'm like... Yeah, man, like Harry and Meg, I don't give a fuck where they live. They can live here, they can live there, and everybody seems to be up in a roar. Like, who cares? You know, and I'm like, wait a sec. These guys don't really, they just, they're just kind of puppets. They kind of just, like, they just, they're just, you know, and I know they got the TV show, The Crown, like, which I just, they, I'm sorry. I know everybody, even my parents fucking love The Crown, but I think about it, and it makes me sad. Like, you could not force me to watch The Crown. And I'm sure I would like it, but it just makes me, it just feels dusty. You're just like, ah, just all the old costumes. I'm like, oh, like it's, I hear the crown is starting to get into the eighties and I'm like, okay, I might pick it up then. Like I can, okay. Yeah. The crown in the eighties. Sure. But the crown in the like 200 years ago, no, thanks. No, thanks. Um, but the queen at her big party, this is, you know, a big, she's almost a hundred years old. You guys, 70 years in this position and her son Charles is just like just like come on already let me get let me get I want to be king man but it's like a die here I have a lot of friends that are passionate about that I hear the monarchy it's like a dying thing will it even exist 40 years from now in the form that we know it it's just one of those things that I'm like there's so many problems in the world that you're like well so we just pretend that this 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 matters and I know that's probably completely disrespectful to a lot of people that it seems like it matters a lot. But if you're completely removed from it and then you try to understand it, you're like, wait a sec. So they're just like, like they're not even, they don't, there's actual government in, there's parliament and they do all the stuff. But then these people, they just kind of like tour around and they're supposed to bring great hope, but they've like, I don't know. But anyways, but hey, shout out to the queen. The padding, that Paddington bear, 
did a lot of photo ops with the queen. I don't know if you guys saw this, like filmed a clip, had some pictures. And I think, I think they're knocking boots or something. Like, I think it's like a Pete Davidson, Kim situation with Paddington and the queen. Like that dude, Paddington's like, smell my paw, dude. Uh, <laughs> Paddington, Paddington's a horny fuck, dude. Paddington has BDE, just like Pete. And the queen was like, I hear, I hear that Paddington has BDE. I'm just doing my Dorit. That's the only British I know how to do. Um, okay, I think, you know what? Like, oh, wait, this actually, Elise Slane. Do you guys remember Elise from Real Housewives of New York? No, it was like two seasons ago. I used to, <laughs> I used to, this is when I was like first, this is like the first year of all this. I thought, I like I interviewed Elise uh, and she was really nice, actually. She was really cool. I think she was one of the first people that I got to interview on one of these shows and I was really excited to do it and she was very sweet and nice to me. But she, um, she got, uh, she's splitting from her husband, Reinhold Gebert, and they split after four years of marriage. Uh, she reveals to fans that her four-year marriage coming to an end. Um, she filed from divorce. Uh, Lee shared that she and Reinhold will always care deeply for one another, but they will be going through an amicable divorce. Has anybody ever released a statement of like, I fucking hate this person with all my, I mean, besides Johnny Depp, um, they will. So, or according to Lee's there, yeah, remain friends, that whole bit. Reinhold was a German born executive who earned most of his money working in tech. Um, I just remember cause Leah McSweeney, uh, went to their like big mansion in the Hamptons. And I remember her posting in stories, which by the way, I, and I, I know Sandra who helps book the show is going to be livid. I probably said this, but like, I like what, what is wrong? Like Leah McSweeney seems like she does every podcast known to man, but she can't do this podcast. She can't do this podcast. That is hurtful beyond belief. Like, what do I have to be some kind of like cool, hip New Yorker or like have a, you know, like, I feel like I need to, I need to like hip it up or something. Like, that's ridiculous. I have a bigger audience than some of the, half these podcasts she's going on. That's ridiculous. Like, what? What? I mean, maybe it's like, do you, do you think it's my horrible memes? Do you think she's like, well, it's like, I feel like maybe the memes give a wrong representation of what the show is. You're like, no, nah, it gives the right representation. But Elise always, I remembered when she was on, my theory was that Elise was a ghost because it was like, like I see dead people kind of sixth sense thing because it, it seemed like Elise would be in a scene and she would be talking and nobody would actually hear her or see her. And I was like, she's got, she's like one of the, like, I see dead people kind of people. Like, cause I legitimately, like she would be talking and nobody would even look her directly in the eye or act like they heard her. And it was the weirdest thing. And so I really kind of root for those underdog characters. It's like Alex in Summerhouse, where I was like, come on, Alex, put down the ground turkey and let's get to work. Let's get in there. Let's say something. You know, you had the Honda Civic line about Austin and the reunion, but come on, bro. Elise is a very beautiful lady as well. I don't know. Elise, if you're listening, I'm not in tech. I mean, I upload my podcast. I don't know if that does anything for you. Um, <laughs> so that's all excited. You guys, let's get into, oh, Medica wanted me to do this story. It's kind of an adult story, and we'll we'll do this and then get into the Sophie thing. Um, okay, you guys. Okay, so <laughs> Brooklyn's snoring lightly. Okay, she Brooklyn's asleep, so I can talk about this. This is like a adults-only story, you guys. Okay, a couple inadvertently broadcast themselves having sex to a Minneapolis bat mitzvah for 45 minutes in Zoom blunder. 45 minutes? My God, the stamina on these people. A couple accidentally showed themselves having sex while attending a bat mitzvah on Zoom after forgetting to join the virtual ceremony with their audio. <laughs> 
<laughs> the middle-aged pair were filmed fondling and pleasuring one another while virtually attending the service at Temple Beth El in Minneapolis. Ooh, I hear good things. In Minneapolis on May 14th, the New York Post reported, and shocked onlookers said the Randy pair. Randy is such a weird name for horny. What is it? Horny? The Randy pair. Randy Pear engaged in an extended sex session, which only ended when they finally spotted a private chat begging them to stop. It went on for about 45 minutes, said one person who witnessed the couple hitting it on during getting it on during the virtual religious service. She was walking around naked. She got dressed. She's in and out of the Zoom. He was in the bed. He whipped it out. She started going to work. Oh, my God. Someone on the Zoom saw and called her and was like, WTF, are you doing? You're on camera. She freaked out. And then Meditza put a little picture blurred out of this. At, my God, like how, like I was, how, like, can you not keep it in your pants for like a, a bat mitzvah? Like, listen, it's like, we did it all, like we, we went through a lot with the Zoom, but come on. Like, I know like some simple mistakes, but a 45 minute, lo- like, were they, were they not wondering why the service wasn't happening? Like what, what was like, I, yeah. I was I was reminded uh, today by Medita that there was one time over the pandemic where I was at an inter- I had my phone in my hand underneath my desk and I was doing an interview or something and I like I just I just I'm touchy feely all the time not with people but with my phone and I guess I'd hit something and I went live on Instagram and it was just a shot of my thighs for like 30 minutes while I was interviewing and I didn't even realize until after. And I was like, oh, like, it looks like I went. And then I saw all these messages of like, Ryan, 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 you're naked. And I was like, it was just like my basketball shorts. But like that truly is my worst nightmare. I mean, I would, but I would also know not to have sex on a Zoom. You know, I, I would know. Yeah. I mean, like just wild. What's wrong with people? Well, come on. Anyway, you guys, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys don't do anything crazy this week. Uh, I mean, not too crazy. Have the sex. Just don't do it on the Zoom, you know, unless that's your thing and you get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Just do whatever. So this uh, this is Sophie, of course. Sophie, her podcast, So True with Sophie Ross, and she has her Substack, all of that stuff. She's like family over here. So you got to enjoy this next hour. Uh, remember to use the timestamps. If you hate this first part, just use the timestamps. I hope you guys are trained to do that by now. And uh, also just a trigger warning. We do speak about the Johnny Depp trial probably about 40 minutes into this. And uh, so if you guys are touchy about things like that, uh, please just fast forward through it. Don't listen if it's going to upset you or, you know, if we're going to go against what you feel about it. Um totally get it but just don't do that to yourself try to not harm yourself that's what i'm trying to learn to do um but i continue to uh to watch real housewives of beverly hills so so we have a great week to show you guys like truly i get to interview somebody on tuesday that i've been trying to get for years like really i truly i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna even hint because i just i'm just don't even believe it's gonna happen so Tuesday is uh, it's going to be a real big day. I'm very excited. And I get to speak to cool people tomorrow. Go join the Patreon, all of that stuff. Do you see how I'm trying to extend this? Because I just don't want to face my actual life. But I'm going to do it, you guys. This is it. I hope you have the best flipping week ever. But I will be with you every day this week through it. And uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I love you. And here she is, Sophie Ross. Oh, before we do that, we're going to do a commercial and then get into Sophie. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, so, today, this podcast is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp. You guys know I, le- I love BetterHelp. I love... Uh, I love therapy. I love people that work on themselves. It is one of the scariest things that you can do, but I think it is one of the things that pays dividends for the rest of your life because uh, life can be completely overwhelming and many people, including myself, can get burned out and you won't even know it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue. Okay, I'm realizing all of these are me, um, but burnout does. It just, it's, it's, it's hard because you can just keep pushing and it's just like nothing is there, right? Nothing is there. And you start beating yourself up and making it worse because you're like, why isn't there something there? I got sleep last night. Why isn't it working? I went and worked out. Why isn't it working? So we associate burnout typically with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. And also not even BetterHelp, I want to remind you that. I want to remind me of that. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Um, So with therapy, you guys have heard my personal stories all the time by now. I've been doing this commercial for a year. Um, And it is one of those things that I have to constantly remind myself to keep doing, (laughs) you know, like it, it, it really to keep doing. And it's almost frustrating that that uh, better help actually makes it so easy because I love to not do things like I love to um, procrastinate. I love to put things away. I love to like I love for a good cancellation if I've made a plan. I love all of that stuff. And and during the pandemic, it was like, oh, woo, you know, like I didn't have to get in my car and drive to therapy. But then it was like, oh, BetterHelp comes along. You're like, you can do online therapy. And I'm like, ah, oh, I wanted to, oh, they make it so easy. Um, but it's something like all joking aside, though, and what I always say is that just try it out. Like, that's it. Just try it out. 
Try it out once. See if it makes any kind of difference. And it might not, right? But it'll at least get you thinking about that. Or it might. And it might actually make an improvement. And remember, it's like Sisyphus. You just you keep moving a rock up a hill. And it's not your job to think about the destination. It's your job just to keep moving that rock. Your job is to do it little by little by little. And you might not feel it. You might not feel it. But the next time something really potentially horrible happens in your life, you're going to have a tool. You're going to have a tool kit to work with to make those moments a little bit easier. Unfortunately, there is no end-all, cure-all, be-all, all of that stuff. I wish. I wish there was just one pill I could take. Take it in a heartbeat. But there isn't. It's constant work. But people like these, people like better help, they kind of make it easier. And I think that's really awesome. I'll, you know. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Uh, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. So bad it's good listeners. You guys get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. So bad. That's B E T T E R H E L P.com slash so bad. Uh, it just between me and you, like I always like, this is something that does mean a lot to me. This is something just like the gym you're working out you got to take care of all of it. It's not just your body and your face and your clothes and all of that stuff. It's your mind. And, and, and we just, we take our mind for granted so much more than any other aspect of our body. And it's like the hardest thing to take care of. So it's funny that we do that. So, uh, check out better help, go there, just put the thing in the thing and see if you like it. And if you do great. Um, and if not, you tried and that's what it's all about trying. So here she is, you guys, Sophie Ross. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to your week, folks. Uh, all new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, pop culture roundup with the one and only coming off 
a triumphant first season of her own podcast called So True with Sophie Ross. Please make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you go give it a positive review. If you don't want to do that, just buzz off. Also, her Substack, which is amazing as well. New uh, new content every week on that. The one, the only Sophie Ross. Sophie, I just said you looked really great today. And you're like, no, I just drove back from Jersey. Yeah, I just drove back from, and also since you're recording this now for YouTube, I'm like, oh my God, how do I look? We drove back from Jersey today, like just got back like an hour ago. And then I was like, I'm going to take a quick power nap. And the reason that I asked you to record earlier is that we're going to see everything everywhere all at once tonight. Now I hear that's amazing. Now I hear that is the multiverse that you should be paying attention to and not the Doctor Strange multiverse. No, exactly. I've heard it's amazing. And my boyfriend's roommate never ever goes to movie theaters he's like very anti-movie theaters like he hates them and he was like no we have to go see it and I was like okay like I'm coming I love that um did uh did your boyfriend see Top Gun yet no he says he doesn't want to see it and I don't know why but I want to see it wait what like the one man thing that I thought I could be a man with him about he doesn't even want a man out with me on you know what? I think it's because the original Top Gun was like before his time. Like he's oh. like a little baby sometimes. Dude, I'm t- like, oh, this frustrates me so much. I thought this I was know. Be I want to see it though. I want to see it though. He was my boyfriend was born in 1994, so it's like he's like, oh, such a baby, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. But like. Damn, I thought this. Okay, well, you know what? He'll see it when he's meant to. And then he's going to see what a manly movie it is. Right. I told him that. I was like, this is a guy's guy movie. And he was like, I don't want to. I was like, okay. Sounds like a real whiner. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Um, uh, You know what? Speaking of content, I was just talking on the Patreon about this is that there's so much good TV and like so much good TV and TV that I've never heard about that people keep recommending. And the thing that I watched last night <laughs> as a straight dude was Fire Island on Hulu, which is- Oh, I want to watch. Oh my God. I said, because we were picking out a movie last night to watch, we ended up watching um, Total Recall for like five minutes and we fell asleep. I was like, we should have watched Fire Island. <laughs> Wait, Total Recall, the 80s movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is that what it was? I remember. Well, there, I think they they redid Total Recall, like they rebooted it. It was the, original. the Colin Farrell one. Oh, they redid it. Yeah, the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. one is the. See, they need to reboot Top Gun so he can get into that. Well, anyways, I watched this Fire Island, which is like a gay rom com because it's Pride Month, so we've got to celebrate our LGBTQ plus. You know, we got to be allies. We got to do all this stuff. So I watched this because I was so confused on what to watch. And I was like, oh, these guys are funny. And it was funny. It was like, I don't know if I liked. I mean, it was cool. It was fine. It was good. But it was like also like I've watched so many bad straight rom-coms that I was like, already this is good. You know, I want to watch it. I heard it's really cute. Also, now the YouTube audience can see my duct tape lamp. If you have been <laughs> following along with that saga, but um, yeah, I heard it's super cute. It's on my watch list. But I finished Stranger Things season four. The episodes that don't, are out, have you watched it yet? Okay, no, I haven't. And like, don't so. All I know is the Kate Bush song is really popular again. Oh, it's so good. And Kate Bush I actually made a statement. So is it? 
Because the there's two more episodes that air yeah. in July. Did this live up to your expectations? It's amazing. I said this last week. It honestly, and I did not, I was not prepared to care because season three was three years ago at this point. I was like, I didn't really care that much when I watched season three. Season two, it was kind of all going off of what happened in season one. I was like, okay, how much more can they milk this? And then I watched season four. I was like, oh my God, I'm so, it was better than any of the seasons combined. Honestly. So the last two episodes, I think, are like an hour and a half each. So it's kind of like oh, four like episodes. Two hours. Yeah, it's yeah. Like two hours each. All of these episodes were really long in season four, but honestly, they didn't drag. Like they flew by because it was just like good content. How's Millie Bobby Brown in it? Is she good? Uh, I have <laughs> feelings about, I thought, okay, so I do think that she was good. I don't think that she's going to get like an Emmy. I think that the front runner should be Sadie Sink. And then the guy who plays a newcomer, Eddie Munson, I think his name is Joseph Quinn. They're, I mean, the cast is amazing. Finn Wolfhard, he's like one of those child actors that grows into an adult and it's like, wait, you actually can't act? In my opinion, <laughs> that's my opinion! <laughs> like, I'm sorry, some of these child actors, like, they're cute, like, little kid actors, then when they grow into, you know what I mean, they grow into no, adults, totally, you're like, this wait, is- you, like, actually can't act. I, well, like, but think about the pressure for a young kid for their parents to put them in this, and then they, they're like, I don't even know what I'm doing in these scenes, you know? I know. Finn Wolfhard is like, L. That's like all he ever says. The Sadie Sink, you guys, was the one that Taylor Swift used in the uh, 10 minute version. uh, All is well. Yeah, she's the actor. All too well. All too well. All is well. All too well. Swifties, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't worry. I love you, dude. I'm full on Swift Army. I enrolled like two years ago. Oh sure. No, oh, seriously, I just didn't know all, but all too well. Like it's so funny that that song in particular. I'm a more recent Taylor Swift fan. In the last couple of years, I didn't realize how much that song meant to people. So when the 10 minute version, like every meme, everything online was listening to the 10 minute version of All Too Well again. Like I forgot what a stranglehold that song yeah. had it on still women. has me in a chokehold honestly today when we were driving back from jersey speaking of my boyfriend and his roommate we were driving with his roommate and i was djing and i was like i know you guys love this song because they do and we played the whole 10 minutes it's a great song it's like i've, I've yeah. seen the music video a bunch of times i love like jake gyllenhaal he really he's another example of a dude if you just don't comment on it you will survive the storm yeah. Remember how much hatred there was for Jake Gyllenhaal that one weekend this past year? Yeah. And he, he got through it, I think. He did. He's fine. He's fine. Don't feel bad for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien is so <laughs> hot in that video. Like Dylan I, O'Brien. Can I tell you a story? At, at my uh, old job, Dylan O'Brien, I remember him. He was a YouTube kid. Like, but he would just do funny sketches. And I remember Liz York, his manager at the time, I remember being on the phone with her going, I have this kid I found on YouTube. He is so funny and talented and nice. And he had to have been like, what, like 14 at the time or something. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's set him up for classes and stuff. And I remember coming in, always a super nice kid. I watched some of his little YouTube sketches and they were like really funny for that age. Um, And like, just to see what he grew into is like every girl, like, like everybody's saying they should uh, replace Ezra Miller with him in the flash. Like, and every girl seems to love Dylan O'Brien now. Yeah, no, he's, he's really hot and like has a lot of charisma and yeah. He's always hanging out with uh, 
date uh, uh De- uh, from Desus and Merrill. Is that how you say his name? The 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 two dudes from Showtime and had the radio show. Black dudes, really funny. I I don't know if I know who you're talking about. Oh, anyways, like I always like it looks like that's his best friend that he's always hanging out with. And that dude's super funny, too. So it's like they seem like a funny crew. That guy like Dylan O'Brien, I think, is really funny. Speaking of Ezra Miller, though, times and he tweeted the other day, he was like not flirting, just hot and talking. And I was like, I relate to that. See, I read that and I was like, I would love to someday be able to do a tweet (laughs) like that. Like, I would love to, you know. Like, by the way, by the way, I'm now self-conscious of everything I do now that you have YouTube. I usually drink out of my water bottle, but we got plastic water bottles for the long car ride. So I'm drinking out of a plastic water bottle. I usually don't. So don't. Oh, my God. Don't this, cancel this is not... me. <laughs> oh, my God. I never at this point, I was just getting into arguments with uh, on TikTok because I posted an Erica Jane video of that one scene this week where she was like, I didn't want to go to Sutton's anyways. I just wanted to stay here and not put on an outfit. And Mikey's like, yeah, cool. Mikey seemed like scared to death that like even the dog Tiago was like, fuck, I don't have the house alone. How is she still paying him? It's got to be at this like coupons or like IOUs at this point. And the other assistant, Leia is, uh, I think Leia, Layla, she's been there for the last couple of years too. And it's like, they're all working on laptops, but I'm like, what the fuck are you working on? Like, what, what is, right. what are you on your laptops about in front of Erica? Do you, is it like, do you pretend like you're working when she comes in the room? Like, what are we doing for Erica? Nobody knows. Did you watch this week? Yes, I did watch this week. I think I was like half, I like barely remember anything though. I don't think I was paying very good attention. So I need to watch it again. It's it's fine. You didn't need to. But um, the, the, my thing is like on TikTok, she still has these stands that I just, week after week, I just kind of like, yo, like I get it. Like you, you, you know, you like your favorite character and I don't like your favorite character and that makes you upset at me. So I get that kind of emotional, uh, rainbow that you're going through, but what are you, I just like, what are you sticking up for at this point? Like we're, we just, you're sad that she cannot resell her clothes and get new clothes. Like, what are we sad about? Like, that's, you know, like what, what is the, are you sad because you need to see her live on tour and she's you know, like what? 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 I don't what know. Sad? I've only seen like ironic stands of hers. I didn't know that there were like genuine stands. Like I don't know what they're fighting for. Well, I they're always know. like no names, like user six five seven eight three two one. Literally, He's... that's what they're. That's what the assistants are doing. That's why I wrote. I wrote I, in one comment, I was like, "Mikey, is this you?" Like because I just didn't know. Uh, I wonder if he'll ever go by Michael one day. Like he's he's grown past Mikey. It's too late now. It's too late. <laughs> um, so the, the thing leading into this, though, is there was this huge drama, which almost eclipses the actual show now. Did you pay attention to this Patrick secret PR guy? I, I Rina, so, bullshit? I'm so confused by it all. I'm okay. so confused. So uh, last week, last like, Sunday, I know when what we happened, talked. but like what the I don't know who to believe. Okay, I'm going to tell you who to believe right now, but everybody can make their own decision. So last Sunday we talked about this and I told you, I said, so this guy is saying Rinna doxed him, but, you know, he he texted her first. And I said, it just seems weird. It seems like this guy wants attention. Uh, I didn't really pay it much uh, attention. And then throughout the week, he kept doing other things like posting pictures of him meeting with lawyers and like I am suing Lisa Rinna for I got millions of messages, which is just. The like, listen, Rinna has a lot of fans, but not a million Millions. people are texting this guy. Like, right. just, it's just not happening. 
He was like millions of death threats. I was like, what? Millions? I was like, dude, this is why you shouldn't text people if you don't have like, I, like, listen, I told everybody, I, I said, I've been given so many celebrities phone numbers. I was given all the Kardashians numbers at one point, and I'm sure they've changed it 80 times since, but I never would have used like when Rinna's number leaked, everybody was like, did you call it? I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm a weirdo, but I'm not a weirdo. Like, you know, like, I'm a would weirdo. you ever do I'm that? A freak. I don't I'm a fit f- in. I'm, 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 I'm a bad boy, dude. Like, of course, like, but I'm a different yeah, kind of like, bad boy. Yeah. Who does that? Like, it's nice to have in your phone contacts, but you're not actually going to do anything about it. Yeah. That. Like it's fun to have Chris Jenner in there, you know, in case yeah. she texts me someday, it'll pop up. Right, right. Um, so anyway, so then it gets even further where this account, your moms are watching, which by the way, this is why fandom is so funny. This lady who I got to, I went live with uh, talk of shame on Thursday and this lady, um, your moms are watching. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting her actual name came in and she had this DM conversation with Patrick saying like, I know it's Kathy that hired you to do this. Can you go on your record? And she, he was like, I'm a professional PR person. I work for many celebrities across. I can, I've signed an NDA. And then she was like, does it rhyme with Milton? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, that's one of your first big. And then she posted all of these screenshots. And my thing was, it's like two-sided was like, she says in these um, DMs, I want to grow my account. So like, she knows this is like a hot topic. She can get people into it. And she posts like funny memes and stuff. But uh, so she does this and her account does. She grew, you guys, I think 15,000 people in this last couple of days, just by this one interaction. And my, my frustration was though, that when you put this shit out, like I read this and I think a lot of us read this and was like, oh, this guy's full of shit. Like this guy's completely wacko because if you're a private PR consultant, he released a statement saying he works for the biggest celebrities in the world. And they, he got paid $27,000, and 77 cents, which he also said in the DMs, he was 1099 for. So you usually get a flat fee, not taxes taken out. Like there were so many holes in this. And I was like, it's kind of dangerous when you put this shit out there. And I know everybody wants to get their accounts growing and all of that stuff. I get it. Like, I totally get it, but it's like really frustrating. Cause then everybody ran with this. Even Lisa Rinna did you guys. And on Thursday night, Lisa Rinna reposted all of this stuff, wanting to believe desperately that Kathy did hire this guy. And it just, Rinna did have to take down those posts because Kathy's people did get involved and go, yo, we don't, ever know about this guy this is like kathy hilton you guys would hire real people that would shut their fucking mouths like wouldn't blab in dms to random accounts you know right it's like you expect us to believe that happened like i just don't believe it and like why would you break a hilton nda like (laughs) in a rhyming game in a does it rhyme with schmilton Right. And he was like, you're welcome for the storyline, everyone. It's like, this is the dumbest storyline that literally no one asked for and no well, one wants. You're welcome to the storyline. Like, that's what frustrated me is like, there's actual storylines happening. Let's focus on the actual ones. Right. And I'm not saying that Kathy didn't say something wild in Aspen. I, I have a feeling she probably did. And that's why Lisa and all these people are pushing so hard to get it revealed. But I don't think this guy, this guy just wanted attention like we all do. He just went about it the wrong way. And now I think he's actually left himself open for lawsuits. So he's probably going to get, I I, kind of think this isn't going to be good for him in the long run. I don't think it's good for him. And yeah, I agree that he's like off his rocker and full of shit, honestly, but, but also thank, but also thank you for the storyline, which won't be covered on Beverly Hills. Yeah. Thank you so much for the (laughs) storyline. How could we, if you have an address, I would love to send you a shirt or something. Oh my Um, God. 
Oh, which by the way, shit, I'll just say it on here. I um I need you to pick out a shirt you want from the web store. We're sending you uh merch. Oh my god, if hell yes. Yeah. Um I keep, I have that on my notes right here. Um okay, so moving on. So that that is tonight or actually it'll be uh last night, the MTV Movie Awards, Movie and TV Awards, and they had the entire cast of Beverly Hills. Erica came out all triumphant in pink. Did you see that cast photo with all of them presenting at the awards? Um, I don't think I saw the official photo, but I saw some of their outfits. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Do I mean, as a lady, yeah, tell me fashion-wise if you think any of these are sleighs. Um, oh, my God. Why can I find the most recent photo? Red carpet. Wait, did she wear this blue outfit or is this an old photo? I think that's an old. I, I oh, think that's old. That's old. That's old. Yeah, I think she was like in a big pink number. Okay. Real Housewives, Beverly Hills, MTV. It was the MTV Awards. Movie Awards. Yeah. They, they taped it on Thursday and it's going to come out tonight. Red carpet 2022. I'm trying to figure out what to Google to make a pop up. I don't know why I didn't see these yet. <laughs> I know it's well, oh, I mean, wait. okay, wait, I see Garcelle. Um, I don't see Erica. Can you text me a link? Yeah. Yeah. It was on Queens uh, by Bravo. Queens of Bravo. Okay. Yeah, wait, she, I'm on it. He posted it the other day uh, on Thursday night. He posted it. Queens of Bravo. Queens of Bravo. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm seeing it. Oh, uh, I see. I see. I see. Ago. I see. Ew, no, no. Kyle, I mean, I feel like Kyle always just looks plain. Erica looks so scary. Garcelle looks like Meredith Marks at the um, Salt Lake yeah. City reunion. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Was that Brooks Marks couture? <laughs> Dude, is, is it? On? It looks exactly like that, actually. Oh, my um, God. No. Do Erica you think Erica wore like that bright of a color to stand out? Or do you think that was just like everybody else muted and she went because Sutton's all in orange. So I wonder if that was any kind of planned out thing at all. I don't know, but they all look like clowns. <laughs> guys look like clowns. Um, OK, that's, that's no, it's, that's good. That's a good point. Um, OK, so. Let's see here. Moving on. Congratulations are in order to uh, this is actually is kind of nice. Uh, Heidi Montag is pregnant again. Spencer Pratt. They finally got pregnant. Spencer and Heidi are having baby number two. Uh, yeah. Like I know they've been trying for so long. So it's like it's kind of nice. I wonder if Courtney yeah. and Travis got inspired by this of like, see, babe, we can do it. I saw a Demois thing. Um, about like two A-listers are having a baby very soon. And it's like, you never know with Demois, but it's like, who would these like a, they were like, this child will be on the level of Shiloh, Jolie Pitt, or like, um, Surrey Cruz. So like two A-listers, I'm like, who are two A-listers that would get pregnant right now? And people are like, would it be Courtney and, are Courtney and Travis considered a Oh my God. And I like, I don't know. I'm so Kravis. I have Kravis fatigue, honestly. I think what did it for me was just the drinking of the, the man goo for me was like, wait a sec. This is like, I just feel like they're just making up stuff at this point. Uh, I did want to ask you though, in terms of Kardashians, just because this seems like something you would write about. I, you might've already wrote about this. Um, in terms of like Kim Kardashian announced a skin line 
like oh like a skincare God. line, but she copied the name from another lady that had already had a line of this. And it was a like, you know, what they're always accused of doing is kind of cannibalizing um, lesser known influencers. You guys, I'm sure you right. know that as well. But like, why wouldn't Kim do her due diligence and already know that this line was out there? Why would she take this name without paying this lady? And apparently this woman who's like, it's a black owned business, I think based in Brooklyn or Williamsburg or something. And she sent when she originally found out that Kim was launching this because it was like out kind of like there were whispers about it before this official launch. She sent a cease and desist like she was like, hey, this is my business. She's already verified on Instagram with the skin and it's stylized SKKN. And then people are saying that Lori Harvey's brand is skin SKN. So it's like and and also. Again, it's like, just stop with all of the businesses. Like Kylie already has, you know, her skincare lines. You're competing with her now. And it's like, no one needs more skincare lines. We do not need any more celebrity skincare lines. I don't care if the bottles are refillable. So it's sustainable. It's all terrible for the environment. Skims is doing really well. Skims is and a, it's great, a good product, right? From what I hear. A great business idea. From what I've heard, people like Skims products. Focus on skims. Like what? It's just, it's never enough for them. Like it's never enough. See, that's the thing I keep arguing about in my own head of like, when does it get to a point of, I was using an example of Bethany Frankel because they give her an icon award at this MTV awards tonight. And, you know, like I was like, Bethany's already rich. She has like a real business, yet she wants to keep giving her opinion about like random pop culture and reality show things. And I'm like, why? Like, wouldn't the thing about being rich and having a real business is you don't have to play in the sandbox. Like, why do you have to cannibalize everything? And the Kardashians, I just get to a point like they're cannibalizing from each other. Now their own blood of like, they're they're Like you said, Kylie has a skincare line. Why is Kim doing like they're competing now against each other. I really think, and now you Kim's in her mogul status where she's having dinner all the time with Bezos or Musk or any of these people. Like I'm telling you, she will. And I've said this for four years now, she'll be running for some sort of office in California to start with in the next 10 years, period. God, I don't know if I can handle that. I can handle it. It doesn't matter who the celebrity is. I'm so over celebrity skincare lines. I just, so so many of them are just, I think that rare beauty is like Selena Gomez's makeup brand, apparently really great products. Like, I think if you're passionate about it and actually put your heart into products, it's like, how could Kim possibly really put her heart and soul into these products when she already has a million things going on? She has her law school stuff. She has skims. She has the show. She has all, it's like you, it's just a cash grab and they haven't even released the ingredients list yet. And for people that actually are, you know, kind of into skincare, myself included, it's like, Hmm. Nothing really tells us anything so far about it's like gentle gel cleanser that removes all makeup. It's like, what about this is different than any other other freaking gel cleanser on the market. You're not telling us any ingredients, anything that's special about this. Like, I'm so sick of it. See, that's what confuses me. And I've always said like, uh, listen, I, I know I'm not a, a girl that pays attention to a lot of this stuff like women do, but it always like, why? I mean, like, why are they like, how do you keep improving on this? Like how, how is there even a possibility of keeping improving on skincare? I feel like, haven't we gone as far as we can? Like, is there like, unless we're using like stem cells at a certain point, like, haven't we gone 
Like, haven't we done what we can at this point? Like, what, and what is the goal? Just to look like Kim, and she got that done with amazing surgery. We can't look like that, you know? Right. And I think that if you're actually, like, she was like, I developed this with the top doctors. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I but love again, to picture like, that. There's no, yeah, it's like, I'm sure you were in the Kim lab. Kim in the lab with a beaker. Like, yeah. doctor, come quick. I just added rosemary. Yeah, she's like, scalpel. No, that's like not. That's not. Okay. But what I mean is that like, there, so far we've gotten no indication that any of these products are special. There are no spe- There are no ingredients at all that we know of. Like, there's nothing. If they were like, hey, this has very, very, very special like tea tree oil. I don't fucking know. But it's like, give us some details. Instead, it's like gentle gel cleanser or like, clarifying toning mist for a refresh. It's like, that's literally all we have. I was like looking at the script. <laughs> I'm like, none of this adds anything to the, again, like the conversations that we already have about skincare. It's like, I'm so sick of these like generic. And also it's like the, the greenwashing, like trying to be like refillable packages. So it's like less waste. And it's like, and it's oh, less so money it's- for them. They don't have to pay for more bottles like it's gonna be right. like, it's i mean like, like five dollars off just to order like the the stuff without the the packaging and it's like it's not even sustainable when you really think about it because the world doesn't even need this brand so it's like all of the waste that's being caused by this brand it's like no one needs it no one asks for this the world doesn't need another skincare line and i feel this way about all of the celebrity skincare lines honestly like Haley bieber's that she's been teasing for like months I'm like, where's the skincare, Haley? Where is it? You've been teasing it. Where is it? Road Beauty? What if we did this where we make them for a year, use only their products, and then they can release, then they can release it to the public. But we need documentation. They've used no other skin product. Kim can only use her skin product for a year. It's tested on Kim, and then she can sell it to the public. Same with Haley. Yeah. Like I, I, I um, don't care. It also makes me respect that 90 day fiance girl that just started selling like boob sweat and she supposedly makes $50,000 a week. And it's like, at least like that's some, that's boob sweat, you know, like she's not lying. It's boob sweat. It's not going to do anything for you, but it always reminds me of like, did you do this when you were a kid? Like, like a little kid, like five years old, where you'd be playing with your friends and you would make like, like a witch's potion and you would put some like just stupid leaves and put water and you would stir it up. Like, did you ever like have like yeah, I would yeah. make like mud pies. Exactly. That's exactly like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's completely ridiculous. I know you probably didn't watch Kardashians this week, but they brought up Pete for the first time. And she said, and people are like actually treating this like it's like women empowerment where she was like, I saw Pete at SNL. He didn't come to my party. And then a week later, I called the producers and said, do you have Pete's number? Basically, I was DTF. So like she went after Pete instead of the other way around. Yeah, she was like, I heard about this BDE. Yes, like I heard about (laughs) like, I mean, I know like girls should be able to get theirs just as much as guys do, but it almost sounded more transactional than I thought of like, I knew I needed to get back on the horse sometime and I do love a big dick. Like it sounded so, and then the other thing she said, Sophie, was she said we, this is why it's like right place, right time. She goes, do you know, we just sometimes just sit and watch TV shows together and it's fun. And I was like, well, I'm going to, 
I'm going to knock you off your ass, Kim, if you ever date me, because that's all we'll be doing. And you're going to uh-huh. love me. And she goes, I fell asleep at 830 and we're both obsessed with skincare, which I was like, Pete Davidson's obsessed with skincare. Like that just didn't make sense. She He put pimple cream on her nose while she was asleep. And so she woke up and she thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And I was like, this girl, if this is really what she likes. She has just never been with an average dude and it's like blowing her mind because he just treats her nice. The bar is on the floor. That's what I'm saying. Like I still, I'm still not buying it. I'm still not buying it that they've ever even had sex. I'm sorry. Dude, I I saw him in a really tailored black suit this weekend at something. And I'm like, they've definitely had sex. Like that's a Kim Kardashian. Like that's. That's your opinion. (laughs) Um, Okay. Moving (laughs) moving on. Um, Let's see here. We got, uh, uh, let's see. Sorry. Jeff Lewis. uh, Jeff Lewis's Memorial Day party. Jeff Lewis, you remember, did you ever watch Flipping Out? Flipping Out, yeah. Yeah, his new show actually comes on free V and it's called like Hollywood. It's like really good, actually. I watched. Excuse me, what's free V? Well, thank you for asking. So this is not an advertisement, but it used to be IMDB TV, which is an app and they would have like movies on it, but now it's called freebie. And they did a whole Jeff Lewis show that is named like Hollywood properties or something with Jeff Lewis. It's, it's flipping out you guys. And it's all, it was like, I love flipping out. So this is exactly flipping out. It's just that you have to get this app freebie to watch it free. So it's another streaming thing, but they, put a lot of money on it because it's even shot better than flipping out was, but he had a Memorial day party last week. And this guy, this guy, th- he runs in like a very interesting crowd. It was Shannon Bedore, Kelly Dodd, um, uh, Stuart O'Keefe, who is his bo- boyfriend, the chef. Um, it just seemed like he hangs out with these kind of like the Kelly Dodd of it all cracked me up. And then I saw a wrestling video where Kelly Dodd was at a Beverly Hills hotel with Jeff Lewis's co-host, Megan, and they rustled on a red carpet in front of the Beverly Hills Hotel. Like they, I mean, and you hear his, her husband, that dude is like filming and it's like, yeah. I'm like, this is, Kelly Dodd's insane. It's like, it's like Tamara and Teddy to the 10th degree of just constantly talking shit on other people to get attention. She's lost it. I don't know how I feel about the name Free V. Like what is that? It's Free listen. E- it's not great. It makes me feel weird saying because it's F R E E V E E, and I'm like I don't. You know that's just as Free V. But it's a good guys. It comes out this Friday, I think, and it's actually really good. So I mean, I other than the name, it was like nice to see Jeff back on uh, my TV. Uh, oh wait, <laughs> really? Wait, did you see the Gwyneth Kardashian, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Courtney Kardashian? They, they were on the show this week too, and they came up with "Smells Like My Pushy Candle." Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Oh my um, god, I can't with them. <laughs> so, uh, tell me about Sophie. Uh, you had your first season of your podcast. You really enjoyed it, right? Yes. Loved it. Had the best time. Now you will be doing a second season, correct? Yes. We're coming back. Producer Bob actually got married this married, yeah. weekend. Mazel tov to Bob. He's the Bobby. best. Bobby. And he's going on like an amazing honeymoon and he's going to be in Europe for a little bit. So yeah, we're just taking a break and I'm actually like, I have had so much on my plate lately. So like, I'm kind of like for the summer, I'm excited to like have a little bit more time on my hands for like free time and fun activities. So like, yeah, but we're going to come back in 
either July, probably July. We what haven't like, has exact date yet. Yeah, but July is the plan. I always love to talk to podcasters when I, what has this taught you? Has this like kind of changed anything like going through the process of doing your own show or even, you know, how writing is, how different is it from your writing? Oh yeah. Well, like it's definitely different than writing. I feel like I'm such like a perfectionist and a planner with my writing and things like that. Like I, but I feel like podcasting and it depends on the type of podcast you have because some people have like the very highly produced, they have a whole script. Like I do like we're doing now, which is just like a free flowing conversation, but it's like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot. It was like seven days a week. We were working on it, whether it was recording or re-recording or making edits or, you know, listening to it back and picking out more things to edit. And then, you know, writing the description and getting everything. Yeah. It's, it's so many Eventually. little things. So right. Little like things. I have so much respect to everyone, including you, obviously for all the work that they put into podcasting. Like it, it really is so much work, but I loved like I'm like, now I know how to upload a podcast to like Spotify, <laughs> which I always thought I was like, this is like crazy. How I know. Upload <laughs> podcasts. I'm and like, you find out you're like, okay, yeah. there's, there's an actual process. You just yeah. you click this and you click that and hope. Right. You know. So yeah, no, it was like great to kind of like get that, you know, who, who are your dream guests? Like shooting for the stars, like not friends, not people. Uh -huh. You'd like, who are the, who are like the people of like, if I had my druthers, I would. Oh my God. How funny would it be if I got John Mayer on my podcast? Because he's actually hilarious. Like we would have such a good back and forth. See, that's what I would actually love to have somebody like you interview him rather than Andy or, you know, because I would like somebody that would actually like, that's what like, it would be just nice because if somebody's willing to be honest with you and you have respect for that person, but you also want to ask a couple things that we've never known before or his opinion on how people perceive him, I would find that a fascinating discussion are you like is this a make a wish campaign or you yeah like, kind of like this is no you got it what i've learned is that you got to put this out into the universe so if you got to do it out of the universe that john mayer who by the way listens to my podcast he told me so no i'm kidding i'm like what what i always do that <laughs> i'm like whenever we talk about a celebrity i'm like courtney kardashian is actually like a known fan of the show so hi courtney <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, what what'd you just say? Nothing, never mind. Uh, Courtney, it's like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Okay, uh, a couple of quick hits. Uh, so new season in July, you guys. But if you subscribe real quick, it'll show right back up in your feed whenever she does a new episode. But what's cool about having a season of shows is that you can go back and catch up. They'll always be there, which is kind of, that's the cool thing about uh, all of this. Um, now we know, of course, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp stuff, and I'm not going to get into the weeds and all that stuff, oh, but I found it frightening in a lot of ways. Uh, the only re the only, uh, the only thing I wanted to bring up though, is that I was reading these things and I've seen this TikTok videos and all this stuff. There's been 4 million signatures to get Amber Heard cut out of Aquaman 2. Now, she only, like, I think she had a bigger part and it's been cut down to like 15 minutes in the movie. And my opinion is they'll try to cut it down even further than that. My, my, my concern, though, and I, I spoke about this on another podcast, was that you have somebody like Ezra Miller. And they uh, have had a lot of issues in Hawaii. They've been arrested frequently. And if you, like, m my fear is they're going to try to just cut uh, Amber completely out. 
And they're going to end up keeping somebody like Ezra, who seems even more troubled exactly. than Amber. And, exactly. and, and I'm just using this. I'm not talking about the trial, but I'm just talking about like, even in terms of how we view things in this world, I would find it very troubling if that happens, yet they keep this guy, they, I mean, keep them um, in this movie because it's, you know, they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars, but I feel like you can't do one thing with this and another with this. I would think you would have to replace both because they're both in the DC comic book universe. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Do you think that would be fair? Well, it just shows how much our society hates women. You've, you never saw this amount of vitriol for Harvey Weinstein or like Kevin Spacey, like the amount of vitriol and just absolute hatred and just like, viciousness towards her and I have a lot of thoughts on the trial and I'm going to kind of put my thoughts yeah I'm sure you I have a lot of thoughts on it I think that it's very disheartening and I know a lot of people listening have kind of not the people listening because the people listening to the show are very smart but I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people who I had higher hopes for who have been brainwashed by the Johnny propaganda because that's all they see on their feed. So like, I understand why it happens, but it's like, once you do more research, you're like, wow, our, our society just like hates women. Well, I mean, you bring up a, a really fascinating point is that, and by the way, I'm not, uh, cause I think two, like I always say two things can be true at once. Amber Heard can have had made a lot of bad moves in that relationship so did Johnny Depp. Like Johnny Depp also is the more famous of the two. Uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny was, Depp a- was also the one texting her that he wanted to fuck her dead corpse. And there with was Paul, this- with, with superstar Paul Bettany. Yeah. Like for years, for years, she was saying, mom, I love him, but I'm terrified of him. I'm terrified of this man. Like he was abusive to her for years well, so listen, I think they're both nutty because even watching the even listening to the Amber Heard stuff, like there were parts of it that I'm like, yeah, that's kind of gross on Amber's behalf. But also she was also proven that there was like this drunken mess that at this point, like, I, listen, I have it for a good authority that Johnny, like when he partakes in his mega pints, he gets to be like a lot of us, a different person when he drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, not so clear. wild shit happens. But I'm not saying he's not beloved. I'm not saying he's not an amazing actor. I'm All saying of these that things. he All sucks. Johnny Depp sucks. I'm sorry. And we don't need our victims to be perfect. Like the fact that like, everyone's like well, Amber Heard did this. And it's like, if you actually look into the case and see how much he was battering her, literally batting, battering her and the cuts on her arm from being dragged across glass by Johnny. And he was like, it was self-harm, but it was like, it's not where someone would self-harm themselves. It was on a weird angle of her arm that literally looked like she was dragged across shards of glass. The bruises, the couple therapist saying, yeah, she showed up with marks and bruises on her face. She had texts to her mom and her sister like he almost threw her sisters down a flight of stairs. And that's when she ended up pu- punching him was because she like got very protective of her sister when he was drunk and was like doing a motion. Like he was going to push her down the stairs. Like he was a terrifying human being and a very powerful one at that. And he made it his mission to ruin her life when all of this started. And he did like, her it's, career it, was well, over, like, and this is another way of controlling. He's controlling her and abusing her now through the courts And the fact that she can be found that she defamed him, even though she didn't even name him in the article and was basically just, you know, that 
her article has been proven right. She was like, I spoke up about abuse, about domestic abuse, and I felt our culture's wrath. And she's right. She's still feeling it. Like it's it's all very, and I know that a lot of people listening to this are like, you don't know the facts. I'm like, trust me, I did my research. You should too. I am just, again, it's like, I'm not like I'm, I don't believe that men can't be victims, but in this case, I do not think that the man in this case is the victim. Do I think that, yes, maybe she was abusive at times too. And I don't think that mutual abuse is a thing. I think that a lot of it probably was self-defense. She honestly was genuinely scared for her life in some of these phone calls to 911. And if she was abusive too, fine. I think that he sounds like a sick horrible human being. Sorry. No, no, no. Listen, this is all about opinions and having one. Um, the, but the thing that kind of disturbed me even aside for the case is what this kind of inspires. I watched this video of Chris D'Elia, who we've talked about on this show uh, before. Yeah. And he has a podcast. You guys, this is somebody that supposedly got canceled that had, uh, you know, uh, a lot of sexual relations with underage women, even though he's like, you know, and a lot of people came forward. A lot of women came forward. But I also know one woman in particular that didn't come forward who was underage that he did wild stuff with because she was very yep. scared. I know her personally in my life. I have also I, spoken to someone personally who was victimized so, by Crystalia when she was underage. This man, Crystalia, is discussing, and this gave him the fuel to then go on his podcast. And to speaking to Sophie's point earlier is that the vitriol, like once somebody... And I'm trying to I'm trying to separate this from Amber and Johnny, but just using that as an example, once a woman is found guilty in some sort of court setting, you can then see the glee in which other people take it. Because Chris D'Elia, this I, I really wanted you guys to see this clip, the glee he was talking about in terms of like this this bitc oh my god oh johnny had stillness johnny had stillness john you got an actor up there and she's over there not you know like and you just sensed he was so excited to be talking mad shit and then you like kind of spin that out and then it was like through this you know you have the you know old favorite kyle rittenhouse coming he's like i'm gonna sue the press now johnny depp inspired me to sue the press and i'm like nobody it's like the kardashian thing just be satisfied you're not in jail for murdering three people why do you have to then go, I'm inspired to now sue people because of Johnny. Like, that's the thing that I kind of get concerned with. And Tracy Morrissey, who's been on this show a bunch, actually, because this has created a lot of stars. This created a lot of internet stars covering this. We had that lady that Tracy was talking about, House of Habit, House in Habit, or something that she flew herself there based on, I guess, donations by her fans. And uh, it was just very, I don't know if you followed that at all this week in the DMs. Yeah, I did. And Tracy was saying, yo, this is really scary. Like we shouldn't even be celebrating either side this. And she pointed out how kind of toxic uh, these kind of internet journalists are that aren't really journalists because they usually, you know, and this woman just kind of like went off then on Tracy. And this woman now has a million followers close. And Tracy has a a paltry 100,000, which is still amazing. But it was just so funny. It's like, whose audience can we turn on whose audience to hate each other? Now we're fighting with each other instead of kind of this common thing of this never should have been televised. We've got some real basic issues. Like I think, you know, love Amber Heard or hate Amber Heard. I think we have to admit that there is an issue in how we look at women in this country. Even in my, my uh, Instagram posts, I posted both of their letters after the, the court was ruled and they both were super fast releasing them. But the Amber Heard comments were insane. Johnny Depp's yeah. is all, he's a hero, he's a hero. But then one lady, and I'm not making fun of this lady, but it's kind of said like something about men 
you know, this will treat like that men, you know, shouldn't be abused and all this stuff. And men are abuse victims too. And listen, I've had my own dealings with female and abuse and all of this stuff, but I will say, and what I said in this comment, I have never, I said up to this point, have you felt that men have given, have been given a poor shake in this country? Like, have you felt like we've not been given our due and that, cause I said me personally, as a dude, I feel like I've always kind of had a lit and especially as a white dude have had a little bit of an advantage over other people, oh, especially yeah. women, you know? Well, it, first of all, it was a defamation case. He wasn't found not guilty of being abusive. They agreed that he probably was. He also had been tanking his own career and for him to blame this article on tanking his career is just like laughing. Yeah, Rolling Stone did a great but article it, about this years ago. Right. But it's, it sets such a dangerous precedent. Like you said, where it empowers like, men yeah crystalia who literally has had sex with underage girls and has you know been predatory towards underage girls for a long time now you and i both have spoken to victims personally it it really does empower these men to be like well if johnny depp can do it i can do it i was defamed and blah 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 the truth she didn't even name johnny depp in the article like that is such a slippery slope and I love how all of like the GOP and the far right people online are like celebrating, you know, the Johnny Depp. Yeah, all of a like, sudden, the Republic. I'm like, you're all about the Constitution. Usually, how is this not like the First Amendment, where she has the right to free speech? Like, you're all about following the Constitution to a T. What happened to free speech? Like, it's really dangerous now that women just for speaking out can now be found guilty of defamation even though like he was proven to be abusive and yeah it's just like it's it's scary it's a slippery slope and i don't like it yeah i mean it's 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 it, it, it is weird that we're kind of in that state of and even it was so funny uh one of uh trump's ex-press secretaries said yo guys this is Johnny Depp. Like, even had to point out Johnny Depp isn't your guy because we had said they had he had such a right wing support because right. she was like, I want to remind people that Johnny Depp threatened to kill the president. <laughs> like, Johnny Depp hates Trump. So she was like, and I found that interesting of like people fighting on top of fighting, of like, I know we're all celebrating, but this guy still is a bad man. Like, it is interesting this point where we really all, I don't know, it's really, really interesting people or scary the place we're at. People celebrating a man that texted his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever they were at the time that he wanted to fuck her dead corpse. Like, that she was scared for her life multiple times and thought she was going to die. Like, that is your hero? Like, I, I feel like I'm, like, living in the upside down. Which is Stranger Things to bring it all back. Yeah, to bring it all back to Stranger Things. Uh, like, and finally. Like, it's very disheartening. It is. Like so, that. you know, if this is stuff we got to like kind of not like kind of be aware of, you know, and kind of like try to give, try to listen, try to listen to each other. I know my audience is usually pretty cool and stuff like, um, but it doesn't have to be like this. Uh, well, F you for not thinking this and F you and you don't realize women are bad. And, you know, it, uh, anyways, uh, we talk about this all the time here. Finally, though, I wanted to end with something that I kind of cracked up about this week. Real Housewives of New York, Ramona Singer receives invite to Teresa Giudici and Louis, Louis Reales, that guy's yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. And then she re revealed the location, you guys. She put it on Instagram and put the website and it gave all of the details, the mm -hmm. date, the registry, 
like the location, um, right? Yeah, it gave the location. It gave yeah. the guest list. Like we were able to find out who was like, like we found out that Countess Luann, which I didn't get. I want. I thought of you in this when I found it. Countess Luann and Kenya are bridesmaids, and Melissa is just a guest. And I was like, that's like. Listen, like, I know you can hate Melissa all you want, but come on. Like, I would be offended if you brought Kenya. Like, you're just new friends with Kenya through Ultimate Girls Trip, and she means more to you than Melissa? That's hilarious. That's so funny. Like, doesn't it prove, like, Joey, of like, you say flesh and blood. You say, you know, and then Kenya is more flesh and blood than Melissa. Right. I think that no matter what side you're on, again, I'm very behind on Jersey, but I'm like, that's sketchy. You don't even need to be on a side. You don't even, you can be behind for like three seasons and still be like wild about this. But also when are people going? Cause like Andy Cohen's birthday this week uh, was this week and Ramona wished him a happy birthday. And Andy said, I would be honored if you would leak my birthday party location to your, you know, like he was joking (laughs) about it, but when, like, when do we ever learn with Ramona of like, yeah, oh, like, I don't even blame, she? well, I don't so even blame dumb. Ramona though. Like, I mean, the fact that Teresa is smarter than Ramona says a lot, but like, I wouldn't expect Ramona to get it right. Like I would, I would give it to an assistant and not let Ramona handle it. You know, you just got to expect she's going to be bad at these things. Like, why is she so dumb? It's just like <laughs> shocking. It's shocking. It's very jarring. Uh, wait, what's the, the, you're getting into the summer in the city. What is the city's vibe in New York? As you guys we're now like, kind of like fully operational everywhere. Is it, is it exciting in the summer in New York? Summer when it's nice? in the city. Everyone, no, I feel like- everyone leaves the city in the summer, like cities like Chicago, which is where my sister lives. They're like summertime shy. Cause they have like the lake and the beach and like the playpen, which is where people take their boats and stuff. So it's like people flock to Chicago in the summer or like the urban area of Chicago where it's like like from the suburbs, I guess. It's like a fun atmosphere there. I feel like in New York, everyone leaves the city and goes to like the Hamptons. We, again, it's like we've been to the Jersey Shore for the past two weekends. I think I got, I got color. Wait, so you, you just go there just to hang out at the beach for the weekends? Yeah, because um, my boyfriend's family has a house there. So it's just like easy and he we like rented a car again this weekend so it's like just easy to drive out chill at the beach and like just be at the beach instead of like in the gross sweaty city did he do good on his tests from a couple months ago did he do good he passed all of them Uh, uh, he passed uh, all of them he took his last one right before memorial day which was great i yeah i don't think i mentioned that but yeah so we've been kind of like he finally has free time now to focus on what's important me Did you tell, I hope you told him that. I did say that. And I was like, you're not allowed to like pay attention to anything else now. Does your mom ever give you relationship advice? Not like that you asked her for advice, but does she ever kind of pepper like, so this is what you want to do with a guy. Like, does she ever give you man advice, Amy? Um, Well, she's like, be nice to him. Because I feel like in the past, maybe I haven't been like the nicest, sweetest person, but like my boyfriend now is like just the sweetest most perfect angel honestly and so both my mom and my sister like the first few times they met him they were like be nice to him do not make him cry do not make him cry they were like do not mess this up Sophie look at look at me in the eye Sophie Sophie yeah do not make him cry yeah um he's just such a sweetie angel he really is is what you guys got to be coming up on a a year soon right or is it yeah we are we're we're gonna be hitting a year in a few months I think like two, three months. 
This is, I'm so proud of you. I mean, not, I mean, not that I was ever funny that you would always ask me about my like dating when we first started doing this. Remember guys back in the day, Sophie would go to bars. She would puke in the bathroom. And I'm not saying that you don't still do that, but it was now you're classier when you do it. I feel. Yeah, no, I would go on dates and like puke in the bathroom and stuff. Are you happy to be off the apps? Honestly, it was kind of, yes, I am happy, obviously, because I found someone that like, I I have no interest in looking for anyone else, obviously, but the apps are like so fun. I always tell like single people, I'm like, just have fun on the apps. They're like really fun. Well, they're fun, but they also just like, like media, it desensitizes you because you do start to look like, look at it like a game. Like it's, it doesn't even matter if like, it's just can be fun doing that. Like you're not even out there to even meet a per you're out there to waste, like click, 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 click while you're watching TV. Right. Right. Um, yeah. No, it anyway. gamifies dating, but like, it's, yeah, it's fun. I would, I remember I would like sometimes when I was like bored at work or something, I would like open hinge and I'd be like, swipe. Like it's fun. Yeah. I wonder how many girls have been lied to this weekend, just about height alone. You were the one that first taught me about lying about height. Yeah. Like if a guy says he's five ten, he's going to be like five, seven, because if he was actually five ten, he would just round up to six foot. And that's what like, I'm six foot. And I, somebody said I lied about my height. And so I was at a seven 11 and they had a height thing. And I took a picture to prove that I was six Good. foot. Well, With yeah, because I'm not, but then like, I just, people just assume then that they can like their height tellers just by their eyes. And I think that's BS. Yeah. No, don't let them gaslight you about your own height. Fine. You see, dude, men are treated horrible in this country. Yeah. Uh, you guys, Sophie Ross, go do the Substack because I'm actually really looking forward to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard piece once she gets her thoughts together. More on that, but also go check up on the podcast. You'll always have interesting conversations there. We look forward to returning in July. And until then, you can get some of your Sophie fix here. Uh, anything else coming up this week that we need to know about? Um. Oh, I got Twitter super follow. So if you want to super follow. What does that mean? Wait, what does that um, mean? you can, is that a disease to become a super follower where I'll post exclusive content. And also you can like suggest things for me to write about. Cause I know I get a lot of DMS for people to be like, you should dive into this. And now it's like a more direct way for you to kind of like suggest things to me. If you want to become a tw- Twitter super follower, how do you sign That's up for cool. super follower? Go to my Twitter profile and you click, if you already follow me, it'll show super follow and you can press that. And, um, yeah. And also just like, thank you so much to everyone who like found me through this podcast and listened to my podcast and supported that podcast. I like just can't even put into words how much it means to me. And like, it really is cool. You guys, like there's nothing cooler than like, I don't know. That's I, it's a very small community, but always growing. And there's always more people welcome, but Sophie's a, I believe a real true talent. So you got to support. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, also I'm going to be starting an only fans. It's not like super follow. It's a little different. It's like a lot of feet things. You guys will find out Ooh. more about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pumped. Can you imagine just me like, um, okay, <laughs> you guys, we will, uh, we'll talk to you next week. So. Okay. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Betches.